Good morning. Uh, today we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, we're going to read 1 through 3 in Ephesians chapter 6. We are in this uh, sermon series that's entitled uh, Family Matters. Uh, we talked uh, about uh, marriage and uh, why that matters to God. Uh, we talked about parenting uh, last week. And uh, today we're going to talk to those kids uh, who just actually left the room. Um, I didn't plan that. No, no, no. Uh, we're going to talk about what it means to honor your father and mother uh, this morning. Uh, so let's uh, read from Ephesians chapter 6, and then uh, we'll talk about the passage. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life here on earth. Let's pray. Father, I'm uh, grateful for your word. I'm grateful for your grace. Grateful that you've called us your children. We lift up our praises, our gratitude, our Honor that's due your name, asking that your uh, word will speak to our hearts, that your Holy Spirit will move among us, and that, Father, you'll guide this discussion, uh, guide our hearts uh, towards your truth, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I found a blog this week entitled, why every child needs to hear, because I said so. The author explains that for most situations, it's good to explain your actions, but once in a while, a child needs to hear, because I said so. It reminds children of their place, which is important, helps practice delayed gratification, it helps children learn to sit with frustration, teaches them how to pick their battles. And most importantly, she states, it teaches them to trust mom and dad. Personally, I promised that I would never say to my children, because I said so. How many of you think I actually fulfilled that promise? No, no, I didn't. I used it in appropriate ways. I also used it in lazy ways ways. Regardless, I think there's something in the phrase that we need to tie into today's passage. Now today we are looking at a passage that is quoted several times in the Old Testament. It's also emphasized by the wisdom of Solomon and it's repeated in the New Testament teachings about Christian Living To honor your father and mother is a command that begins while we are under the authority of our parents, but also it must stay with us until we take our final breath. Let's start this morning by examining what God wants from us when he tells us to honor our parents. I'll never forget the time I dishonored my mother when I was a teenager. I really wanted to go out with my friends that weekend, 
But the rule was, if you didn't have your chores done by 5 p.m. on Friday, you weren't going out all weekend long. And guess what? I didn't finish my chores. I remember that we yelled back and forth at each other, and I headed to my room to cool off. My sister's room was right next to mine. She stopped me and asked what in the world was going on. I said, mom's being a real B word. But I didn't say B word. I'm not proud of it, but I said it to my sister, and her eyes got real big, like real big. And I said, mom's standing right behind me, isn't she? (laughs) She was. Now, that's an obvious case of dishonoring your parents, right? Obviously, we can learn from that passage. Those who are uh, junior high and senior high who are here this morning, don't call your parents B-words, all right? That's what Paul meant when he said to honor your father and mother. Uh, Don't call your parents B-words. But Jesus gives us another example of honoring your father and mother in Matthew chapter 15. Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, and it goes like this. Jesus replied, and why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? Because God said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father and mother must be put to death. But you say, That if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father and mother is actually devoted to God, well, they are not to honor their father and mother with it. And Jesus says, thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. Their uh, interpretation of honor your father and mother meant that when your father and mother got old, you as a kid, you as their child, must save up some money so you can care for them. They didn't have Social Security. They didn't have a pension plan. They didn't have an IRA to draw from. Their kids needed to take care of the parents, But they said, you can scratch that if the church has got a building plan going on. Because the temple needs your money too. So basically, you're allowed as adults to allow your parents to starve so that you can give money to the building program. And Jesus said that wasn't honoring your father and mother either. To honor means to regard with a higher respect. And here's the thing about respect. Respect is a feeling. It's a deep admiration for someone based on abilities, qualities, achievements. And you may have heard it said, I may not like you, but I respect you. Because respect is a feeling that's built up. When someone is worthy of respect, you respect them. But honor isn't based on feeling. 
you choose who you honor. And that starts to get iffy. Because people have heard this text for all their life. They read it in the Ten Commandments. Maybe they saw some of that wisdom played out in Proverbs. Maybe they've even heard this teaching by Paul or Jesus alluding to it when he was talking to the teachers and the Pharisees. So that leads people to ask certain what-if questions. There's two major what-ifs. For example, some say, what if my parents are non-believers And they tell me to denounce God and stop worshiping, stop praying. What if my parents tell me that I can't go to church? And I think about heroes in the Bible who were put in that certain circumstance, right? David, or I mean Daniel, who was forced to sleep with lions, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, right? They burnt, They did not burn in the furnace, right? You guys remember these stories because they refused to listen to people who told them to turn against God. And I'm reminded of Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 10 when he says, For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. I think Jesus knew the commitment to God could cause division within the home. And so that leaves us with, what does it mean to honor your father and mother while still holding fast to your commitment to God? And and people often ask a a second what-if kind of situation. What if my parents are not honorable people? What if your parents abused you? What if your parents act in illegal or immoral ways? What if your parents are simply just not good human beings, not worthy of respect? Are there ways to honor and love parents who just did a bad job raising you? The simple answer is yes. My wife shared with me this quote. You're not responsible for the programming that you received as a child. But as an adult, you're 100% responsible for fixing it. In other words, just because you were programmed by your parents to be immoral and horrible people doesn't mean that you have to choose to live that way today. You can actually decide to honor your parents by choosing to stop the cycle of behavior. Your father was never around. Well, honor him by being around for your kids. Mom was an alcoholic. Honor her by staying sober and present. And Jesus said it best in Matthew chapter 5 when he says, You that you heard it said. He said, You have heard it said, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other cheek also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, give him your coat. If anyone forces you to go one mile, 
go with them two miles. The principle Jesus gives us allows us to choose for ourselves how we will respond to those who treat us poorly. Can I get an amen, Ari? She's back there, amening it up. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. This is the principle. Jesus gives us, he allows us to choose for ourselves how we will respond to those who've treated us poorly. It's pastor and author Tim Keller who once said, it's respect for your parents that is the basis for every other kind of respect and every other kind of authority. It is the respect that you give your parents, that's the honoring that you give your parents that is the building block of the respect that you're going to give others, especially those in authority. Respect today, honoring your parents today, builds our character for tomorrow. And you know, I've met some awesome people who had awful parents, amen? I've met some awful people who had some awesome parents, amen? So whether your parents are good or bad doesn't matter. What, what matters is how you respond to them. What matters is how you honor them. And we are being taught here that honoring your parents builds your character. I think that's why God went on to say that it may go well with you, that you may enjoy long life on earth. It's a command with a promise. I think that's character he's talking about. Our character determines how our life will be defined. Uh, Solomon, in his wisdom, in Proverbs 30, verse 17, kind of flips it. He, he flips this, uh, if you honor your parents, life will go, that you will have this long life, that this will build your character. And he flips it. What's he say? He says, the eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be plucked out by the ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. You know, y'all need to memorize this passage right here. All right? It needs to be repeated at home often, that the eye that, the eye that scorns his mother will be pecked out by ravens. Come on, church. Life isn't going to go well for you if you don't grow as a human being. And if you misuse these opportunities, if you misuse these opportunities to honor your parents today, that part of your character is not going to be developed. It's, it's like a raven comes up and plucks it out and takes it away. When I was young, I was always told to take care of my voice. I don't know, you guys, this is a surprise to y'all, but I was kind of a loud kid. I know, surprise. Y'all surprised. I was a loud kid. 
all right? I misused my voice. I was taught how to properly sing from your diaphragm that allowed you not to hurt your vocal cords. I was told not to smoke cigarettes, but I did it anyway. Like that raven that plucked out an eyeball, I was the same way, misusing my voice. And today, I don't have near the strength I could have had. I can't sing for a long period of time because I mocked the advice given to me in my youth. Your parents, despite how honorable or dishonorable they are, give you an opportunity to choose to honor them, whether you are still under their authority today or not. Did you hear that? I'm talking to all of us here. Whether you are still under their authority today or not, your parents are giving you an opportunity to choose to honor them. And if you do, I think Scripture tells us that we will grow in our character and we will learn how to live a long life here on earth. If you do not, you have squandered your opportunity One of the hardest pills to swallow is the fact that our parents are not perfect. When we were young, they were superheroes. They were the center of our universe. They were the source of everything. And little by little, their faults began to show. Maybe it was the day that you realized that when you swallow a watermelon seed, it does not grow into a watermelon inside your stomach. Maybe it was the day you realized that when you make a silly face, it doesn't actually stick that way. Or maybe their faults began to grow and become more dramatic and sometimes painful. Those times when your parents criticized you when you needed encouragement Maybe you were neglected when you really need to be nurtured. The ones God gave you to protect you abused you and said. And I realize that today's topic of honoring your parents is a hard one for many of us here today. And so I invite you to lay this burden down before God. Allow God to heal, to give you wisdom to discern, wisdom to discern how to honor those who hurt us. And may that cycle of pain stop with you today. Jesus Christ can take that pain and create in you a transformed life. To those who've chosen to honor their parents, God's promise is alive in you. We serve a God that we can trust. So as we sing, I surrender all, I'm going to invite you to stand and go to one of our communion stations. There you'll find cups stacked. On the bottom cup is the bread, the top cup is the juice. And you'll hold these emblems as we sing, and we will take them together. Let's stand together as we pray, and we'll go into this time where we 
worship God. Father, we are uh, grateful for your word this morning, grateful to be reminded that no matter, no matter what kind of upbringing we were given, we have a responsibility to honor. And I pray, Lord, that you'll give us that wisdom that we need to know how to honor our parents. I pray for guidance by your Holy Spirit. And we are grateful, dear Lord, for your Son, Jesus Christ, who gives us the forgiveness and grace that we need when we as parents have messed up, the grace and, and uh, mercy that we need when we as kids have messed up. Thank you for that healing. Thank you for that forgiveness. Thank you for that grace. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen.